Before we get into today's episode, I just want to highlight our podcast sponsor, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. You can transform negative thoughts into self-love today using our code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org, and that will get you 20% off your purchase. You guys enjoy, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And we're doing a recap episode for 2021, kind of wrapping up the year and then starting 2022 with some intentions. So yeah, a little bit probably of some random things that we're going to be talking about. But most importantly, it's been about a year since we moved in together. Mm -hmm. Um, It kind of seems like just yesterday that we like did our 2020 recap episode that was like the first episode we recorded in the new house yeah and that was like right before you moved in because you brought over some of your stuff Mm -hmm. and then you officially moved in new year's eve was your first night here i think so yeah 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 so one year of living together we're still friends guys we're still friends (laughs) everyone was definitely worried (laughs) I I can't get over how lucky I feel to be able to like actually have had you as a roommate at some point even after I was yeah. married because we always talked about living together and I never moved out of my mom's house until I, I moved in with Dustin. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just never really thought I would have the roommate situation with you and that would ever happen. So the fact that it happened this year is like super cool. It is kind of interesting to think about though because like I never really had a roommate situation either I always lived with a significant other mm-hmm. I never had like roommates and I never got to live with a friend mm-hmm. so yeah, it was like a first time for me too so yeah. it's exciting <laughs> uh, so exciting yeah and I think we, we don't we, hate we did each well other. <laughs> yeah I think we definitely did well I feel happy about it I don't I mean I hope you do too it yeah. sounds like you do I hated every second of it I'm just kidding <laughs> no no, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like you and Dustin are kind of like family too at a certain point, but like family that like I don't hate. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> and depressing. <laughs> like you guys don't like annoy me like yeah. some family does when I live with them. Yeah. If that makes sense. It hasn't been overwhelming <laughs> living together. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Just super chill, convenient for podcasting. Mm-hmm. I feel like outside of living together, we don't really like hang out. <laughs> so when you move True. out at some point, like we're going to have to be super intentional. But I feel like having this podcast together is going to be extremely beneficial. And I almost feel like when we don't live together, we're probably going to do better at podcasting because like we always just like share things going on with each other now that we live with each other. Mm-hmm. And then we sit down to record and we're like, shit, what do we talk about? Because like we've already talked to each other about 
some yeah. things. We could literally just record like our entire catch up. Exactly. That's what session. I'm, that's what I've been thinking. I'm like, that's actually probably going to work really well for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so totally. We might have to test it out while you're gone. <laughs> while well, I'm gone. Cause you're going to be gone for a couple of weeks. So yes, if we're going to produce podcasts, yeah, True. which True. we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so other things, 2021, which it's actually, it kind of blows my mind that we're already wrapping up 2021, headed into 2022, kind of makes me feel overwhelmed too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm also nervous about going into the new year and having to be like, these are my intentions. I'm kind of like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I try not to stress or like make myself feel like I need to like have these goals and things especially during a fucking pandemic that's now been two years going on three years like I'm like I'm just trying to make it through each day I hope everyone else is okay Mm -hmm. making it through each day trying not to like put too many too much pressure on myself yeah it's hard to kind of I feel like remove that pressure from yourself it's very hard well especially you know when you see other people these are my goals for 2022 these are I'm gonna focus on my business I'm gonna focus on that which is like super good for you but like when you're like in the (laughs) thick of it and you're just like fuck like you said day by day it's hard I've just been in like a fuck it mood lately though and so that hasn't been helping I don't know if it's like a seasonal depression thing but like I feel like the last last few months I feel like it's been going on a few months now mm-hmm. where I've just not like felt motivated like my normal self I don't know if it's like being burnt out from work like I'm sure there's a lot of factors that play into it mm-hmm. but I'm just not showing up in the same way I once was I'm sorry if you guys are noticing <laughs> no I mean I definitely feel that way too and I like, yeah, I want to, like, figure it out and, like, know exactly what I want to be doing and showing up successfully in it every single day. But then I'm also, like, in the fucking thick of the day-to-day with, like, so many other things going on that it's so hard. But then I put the pressure on myself, like, fuck, I'm not doing enough. It's what are hard. some of your biggest, like, stressors that you're dealing with right now? Well, like, knowing my mom's surgery is coming up. Also, the fact that that got delayed. Yeah, a whole month. Yeah, which I'm really thankful that it did get postponed and like it's after the holidays or else she'd be recovering right now and I would be having to like spend time over there caring for her. But like I just know that that's coming and I'm like planning for it. And then I feel like the holidays, I feel like I'm working a ton and then like not actually making progress on like personal business goals and stuff so like that's a stressor I mean I'm in therapy so like dealing with my emotions (laughs) is a stressor I suppose yeah have you felt any better um we were gonna bring up therapy because we both started therapy this year so Mm -hmm. that's definitely something we were gonna talk about on this episode but since we're since you mentioned it do you feel any better since starting therapy like do you feel like you have a better hold on things that are happening or do you just feel more stressed out because you're talking about it more I'm curious I mean I feel better equipped and like I have a better hold on some things yes but then I also am like feeling the things and like being okay with feeling the things and I'm trying not to be so hard on myself about what I'm feeling so like I'm trying to actually feel the feelings you know so 
I think it's kind of a mix of both. Like it feels harder, but it feels easier because I know that I have resources and like a therapist to talk to. Yeah. What about you? I'd say probably the same. Like it's been better, but also harder at some certain points. I like that I now have like allocated time in my schedule to actually like sit down and think and talk about the things that are overwhelming because it kind of eliminates me from like stressing over them all day every day because I'm like oh you know on Tuesday at 1 p.m. I'll deal with this kind of thing like let's just forget about it for now um and so that's been nice but then I also feel I really really enjoy therapy so I find myself thinking about therapy a lot more than I probably need to. Like, I'm like, should I do more sessions? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe I need to do a session about this. <laughs> like, things like that. Um, but I think a kind of a realization I had today was that my therapist has really been, like, pushing me to, like, make decisions because I'm a very hesitant person. And as awesome as that is, I almost feel like it's stressing me out because I'm like having to take these steps that I know that I wouldn't have taken and I wouldn't be doing if I didn't have my therapist. Yeah, it's like accountability in a way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that made any sense because I'm so out of it right now. But yeah, I don't know. It's been good, good and bad. For sure. But shout out to my therapist because she is an angel. (laughs) And how many times I tell her things that I want to do and she's like, then why the fuck don't you do it? And I'm like, it's a great question. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I have zero reasons that I'm not doing this thing that I want to do. And I'm pissed that I'm not doing it too. She's like, you're literally allowed to do that, Jessica. I'm like, amen. All right. Yeah, I do think that that's one of the coolest things about therapy is you have somebody to help you look at things a different way and from a different perspective. And we get so caught in these like cycles and these ways of thinking. And that's, I mean, they're coping mechanisms and just Mm -hmm. ways that we've learned to survive. So I think that it's such an interesting dynamic to have somebody be like, hey, you know, you can do it a different way. And I I get it. Yeah, like it's fucking scary. <laughs> Sometimes I think I need like an outside person to like tell me that I'm allowed to do things or that I should do something too. You know, like even conversations with you sometimes, if I'm like telling you something that I can't figure out, mm-hmm. you know, even if I so badly want to do it this certain way, Sometimes I'm hesitant, but then if that's what you say I should do, then I'm like, okay. The reassurance Yeah, like, okay. It's not just me. Like, she thinks so, too. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do it. Must be a good idea. (laughs) At least one other person's on my side (laughs) if this goes south. Uh, So speaking, well, kind of transitioning from therapy, um, we could kind of go into your treatment sort of updates. Oh, like yeah. With B Venom therapy. I said that right, correct? Right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> but then you also started microdosing mushrooms this year, which we mm-hmm. did record a podcast episode about. 
Um, but two different things for treatment for you in 2021. Yeah. So microdosing, I'm still doing. I'm not doing it as hard as I was when I first started because that knocked me on my ass. So um, I'm probably doing it like twice a week right now. And definitely have to be careful around my menstrual cycle because if any part of that is like flaring, which is usually like a good whole two weeks out of my month, then like I'm super sensitive to the mushrooms. That's so crappy. I know. And so like I'll literally drink my microdose and then I'll be so shaky and I'm just like, oh, I feel terrible. Yeah. So it doesn't work with your. No, no. Um, I mean, it might still be helping mentally. (laughs) I don't really know at that point, but it physically it doesn't feel good on my body when I do it around my period. So I usually like skip a week or so um, around my period, stay away from it. But it's been interesting. I feel like, and I know that there's kind of like a time period where your body's kind of adjusting, you know, and it's not like you're going to start microdosing and you're going to just be magically mentally healed. Like that's not how it works. Like, your mind kind of has to, like, go through some shit first, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, I feel like that's where I'm at is I just feel like I'm on this, like, emotional roller coaster. But it also, I feel like just things in my life in general have been, like, a roller coaster lately. So that hasn't really been helping. But I am super glad to be doing it alongside therapy. Um, My therapist is aware that I'm microdosing. So, like, she'll check in and ask about it during our sessions and kind of, I don't know, gives me more insight into what's actually happening when she like asks questions about it. That's cool. But yeah, I mean, I like it. It has made work easier. So that's cool. Like has made my days shorter, seem shorter. They're not actually shorter, but (laughs) seem shorter. And somehow adjust time. (laughs) The day goes by faster when I'm microdosing. So that's really nice. And then as far as bee venom therapy, I have not started that yet. I have delayed that quite a few months. Um, I delayed it because I was just doing some additional testing with my doctor and stuff to make sure everything was good. Um, Some things came up and my body's kind of, I mean, on the same roller coaster as everything else. Just been a little weird where I was pretty like managed and was feeling good to start it. And now I'm kind of like, okay, you're being a little unpredictable body. I don't know if I want to like start something new. So I haven't been stressing myself out about it. I have the supplies. I can start it when I'm ready to start it. Um, I don't know for sure when that's going to be. Hopefully early next year now is the plan. So we'll see how that goes. I'm very much still going to do it. I still really want to do it. Yeah. But I just am trying to make sure I start it when it feels right. Well, it's kind of like a big thing to fucking start. It's like. Yeah. Once you start it, you can't like stop. Like You can't like go back or like take a few weeks off because you're burnt out. Like you have to start it and you have to go hard for like two, three years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a huge commitment. And I think about people who are like trying to start like working out more or like trying to quit (laughs) drinking and like committing to even 30 days for something like that can feel like a lot so yeah yeah that's like huge commitment and it's a treatment that 
is like not conventional and could knock you on your ass and Mm -hmm. make you feel like shit so yeah it definitely made me nervous like upping my hours at work around the same time I was supposed to originally start so that was another reason I like was like ah maybe I'll put it off a little (laughs) bit and wait till I get like used to my work schedule because working almost full-time plus going through a neurological flare from bee venom therapy doesn't really sound like how I want to live my life right now like hell (laughs) exactly so yeah I will continue to keep all of you updated on the bee venom therapy thing and thank you again to everybody who like supported me and like getting started on bee venom therapy and is like asking about it because every time I get a message with somebody asking me about it I'm like oh I really need to do this like it's just a reminder to me yeah to be like I still fairly really want to do this yeah so cool that's good yeah I feel like kind of in line with like well, we were talking about microdosing before yeah. this is in 2021, like I officially came out as Cali sober. Oh yeah. So that was, I was something. so proud of you. Yeah. It oh happened like right around the new year and then we recorded a podcast episode and it's been cool because like I have connected with a few other people like listeners who are Cali sober and I don't know. I just think it's so stigmatized and it's been nice to be able to kind of like break that and like help people who maybe don't want to quit smoking, but they want to change their relationship with alcohol. So it's been very freeing, but I was fucking terrified to do it like this time last year. I was so scared. That's so. Wait, how long? When did you do that? What month did you do that? I feel like it was like January. Oh my God. It was like a year ago. Yeah. Like almost. Damn. Yeah. I remember trying to convince you to do it for so long. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I was like not down. And then you finally did it. And I was like, oh my God. I don't even think you like mentioned to me actually that you were like finally going to post about it either. You just like posted about it. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, she did it. I think I totally posted about it on a whim though. Yeah. Because somebody, yeah, somebody had asked me via Instagram DM and I was like, Okay, I guess this is my sign. <laughs> Pull this the is trigger. my moment. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, though, because I definitely, I saw one of my other friends, um, Kristen, share about the fact that she says that she's sober, but she still smokes pot, and some of the comments Ugh. were, like, not supportive. So, yeah, I mean, it's still kind of, like, scary to put myself out there that way, but I am I try to be cautious about it, too, and, like, mindful, for sure, but... If you're somebody that leaves a nasty comment on somebody else's social media post because you don't agree with their life decisions, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I think like social media can be very triggering for some. So like somebody's in sobriety struggling with it, like trying to scroll past and they're like, this pisses me off. I'm going to leave a comment. It's just yeah. the fact that like everybody's journey is different. Everybody's story is different. And it just mm-hmm. makes me so mad that people will leave a nasty comment like if you don't agree with it you don't agree with it but like you don't need to like shame somebody else for like their decision if you don't agree with it just keep fucking scrolling Mm -hmm. it's not that hard absolutely yeah and I think too with social media sometimes people put expectations on you of what they Mm -hmm. think you are or what you're supposed to be and yes then it's like it sets you up to let them down uh-huh. And they're, like, disappointed in you. And yeah. that's what, honestly what I was so fucking scared about talking about. That makes about. me so mad. Yeah. Like, when you get a DM that's, like, I'm, disapp- I'm disappointed in this thing that you posted. It's, like, then get off my page. Yeah. Like, 
I'm sorry I didn't meet your fucking social media standards. Like, go to your own feed. Get off mine. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that there's, like, a kind way to go about expressing concern. (laughs) Like, it's not like you can't express concern. (laughs) But, yeah, like, don't tell people you're disappointed in them because they're not the same fucking sober as you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Fuck those people. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Um. You had a couple of big, like, career transitions this year. Oh, God. Where do I start with my work life this year? It's so confusing. Yeah, because, like, I started the year off working at the naturopathic clinic. And working on your health coaching. And working on my health coaching, yes. Um, I launched that, I don't remember, June? I don't know. May? Yeah, I feel April, like a March, little earlier. I don't know. Like, maybe April, May. Maybe, something like that. Um, so I was doing the health coaching while working part-time in a naturopathic clinic and the naturopathic clinic that I was working at was too far from where I moved up here with you. And so I looked for something out here where I was living that was closer to home to work part-time and basically they took over my life (laughs) (laughs) for lack of better words. So I ended up quitting the naturopathic clinic working up here by my house um, for a therapy office but little did I know that the boss of the therapy office was a bomb ass entrepreneur woman CEO <laughs> that had a million business ideas in her head that I agreed to help her out with <laughs> so it became like being a receptionist at a ther- receptionist at a therapy clinic to then being like her executive assistant for three of her businesses yes Oh, so overwhelming, but so amazing because I love her and she's one of my closest friends now. And so I'm very thankful for her Mm -hmm. and she pays me great money. So thank you again for that. If you're listening, Um, (laughs) (laughs) please don't ever take it away. (laughs) But I, I, because I love it, I work more than I probably should with my chronic illness. And that's something I'm aware is happening but I can't slow myself down and it's so frustrating because I'm always very much a yes person and like if I'm enjoying my work I want to like focus on my work and I want to put everything into my work if I love it and I do so I've been like I've been noticing I put things on the back burner when it comes to my health and then I'm like why do I feel so shitty oh yeah because you're not doing anything that you're like supposed to be fucking doing to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. because you're always at work (laughs) So I guess an intention for 2022 would be to really make sure that I get back on my routine of health stuff. Make sure I go to my fucking doctor's appointments. Make sure I get some fucking IV therapy. Make sure I do the things that I was doing that were keeping me manageable. Because I can go a certain period of time, you know, off of these things. But then I slowly start to crash. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's I'm slowly burning out. Yeah. And I can see it. So, uh, man, I don't know. You know, I kind of feel like I I feel that in not the same extent that you do with your chronic illness. But me transitioning back into work. Yeah. Like, even though a lot of it is work from home, I definitely felt myself like falling off track with reading or working out or eating healthy all these things that I'm like, I know these help me feel good. And it's 
almost like I have to be so fucking intentional about fitting them into my life now, which is so weird because it was just exactly what I did every single day for so long. Like I'd wake up, read, work out, and then eat healthy throughout the day. And now my days are just like I wake up, work. I don't know. It's just so different. And it's it's been a challenge for sure. And people don't talk about that enough. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then I feel like working from home is like a whole other challenge. I love it. I absolutely love it. But it can be really fucking hard sometimes. Yeah. To keep yourself focused um, to work from home. I feel like when you work from home, like a task that's supposed to take you 45 minutes can take you like two and a half hours because you like go grab a snack and then like go take a shit (laughs) like yeah get distracted take your dog out to the bathroom like you know and then you're like oh crap yeah (laughs) absolutely well and then having a dog to care for for sure because we got waffles in June and so that's like a whole other responsibility which best responsibility ever waffles was the best thing that happened to me in 2021 (laughs) she's so cute I can confidently say that (laughs) I know same I'm so happy we got her. Um, I do want to, can I mention something really quick about yeah. waffles? Yeah. Um, I want to say this because I think it's really weird. Um, I don't think you thought it was that weird when I told you, but that's okay. Somebody's oh. going to think it's weird. Um, so my dog passed in January of 2021. And when my dog passed, I was dating my ex in West Seattle. And for some reason, I was doing like, I was trying to try all the coffee shops in West Seattle around this time. And so I was down there. It was like a week, maybe two weeks after it happened, probably two weeks after it happened. And I was like, let's go to this coffee shop. Um, And the coffee shop was called Bebop Waffle Shop. And it was dog themed. And that's the reason I wanted to go to this coffee shop was because it's dog themed. Okay. But now it's so funny to think about like the dog that you you ended up getting a dog and named it waffles Waffles. and like that was the first coffee shop I went to after my dog died was a dog themed coffee shop named waffles it's like was this meant to be I think so I think so (laughs) you got a sticker from there too I did Mm -hmm. and I have the sticker like tucked into the picture of my dog in my room it's like tucked in there because I can't throw away the sticker because it's so spiritual it's just I don't know it means too much to me (laughs) keep that shit I love it I love it Um, I feel like we also kind of have had some shifts with like social media this year. I mean, I feel like this goes hand in hand with the like working more, Mm -hmm. but like shifting away from full on content creation, like all the time, every day. Yeah. I like never do anything now. (laughs) I'll just like put that out there blatantly. I just... I'm focused on work. I'm focused on other things. I don't, I get burnt out and I don't have time to create my own content. I create content for the social media platforms of the businesses that I work for. So like by the time I get home, I'm not into making social media content for myself (laughs) at all. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. I wish I could show up. I really do. But then I'm also like, I don't have to show up. Like, this is my decision. If I need to step away from social media I can do that yeah it's definitely hard once you've created your account your following like what you post about your niche and then 
to feel like you owe shit to the internet. Yeah. And then you don't have time or energy and you're like, well, I'm not posting enough. Yeah. It is such a hard balance. I host a support group for Generation Lime every Sunday. And I can't tell you how many Sundays have gone by now that I'm like, I need to get out of this. Like, I'm so burnt out. But I'm like, this is literally the only thing I still do for my community right now. Like, I can't let it go. But it's so exhausting to me right now. And I just keep praying that, like, that feeling of it being exhausting will pass. And I'll be excited about it again. But I'm just also, like... Maybe you just need a break. I know. I've also... I've really just been debating on, like, asking somebody else to take over for me. At least for, like, a few months. Yeah. I'm going to revisit this with you and make (laughs) you do that. Because I'll tell you, um, I think it was in... 2021 I was I had been hosting for a thousand hours dry for about a year and that just required creating content for their page one day a week but it was two posts and I had to do stories and reply to dms and I loved doing that but I started to realize I was so burnt out from creating content on social media to serve my community for free and then I'm like taking a step back when I finally like decided to do that it freed up so much space and energy so I yeah I'm gonna revisit that with you and make you hold yeah. you accountable <laughs> I probably should to yeah. be honest I like you, yeah I feel like even if it's just a small break yeah because that's something you should be doing from joy and exactly like, it yeah. shouldn't be something that's like hard on me and right now it's just really hard on me yeah yeah I feel yeah okay we'll revisit (laughs) (laughs) um okay so in 2021 we also celebrated one year of podcasting yes right just one year and so it's been one and a half years now yeah yes yes Yes, because we started in July of 2020 yes July right am I wrong either late June or (laughs) July I don't One know. of the two. <laughs> um, so yes, it's been a year and a half mm-hmm. of podcasting. It'll be two years before we know it. Yeah. And I know we wanted one of our goals, if you go back and listen to our 2020 recap, was we wanted to have more guests on the show in 2021. And I feel like we nailed that. We had so many good guests this year. Definitely. Um, and we plan to bring on a lot more too yeah. for the future. Yeah. I'm excited for some guests I have in mind for Mm -hmm. next year too yeah and as always if you guys have any people that you think that we should bring on let us know too like dm us the name of somebody that you think would be a cool guest that fits with us yes um what else I don't know (laughs) (laughs) the only other thing I have written down is that right? Written down. Um, is <laughs> Why are words so hard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I celebrated three years alcohol-free this year. So that was another big kind of milestone. Yes. I mean, it doesn't really seem like anything, but. I think that seems also- like something large. It, yeah, Do- doesn't even seem like anything. Like just we did because, a whole podcast episode. No, on I it. know, I know, <laughs> but I feel like it's just because it's the way that I live now that it almost yeah. doesn't seem like. That's why I say it doesn't seem like anything. That makes sense. Um, you guys should go listen to that podcast episode where we celebrated that. If you haven't listened to it yet, I don't know what number it is off the top of my head, 
but it was a few months back. Um, definitely listen to it. It's, I think it seems crazy that it's been three years because mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the day that you stopped drinking and that feels like it was just yesterday. So, yeah. oh my God. And we actually are planning to go back to Texas yes. in March to see, oh to see an amazing concert. We're going to go see Mike. Oh dear. It's going to be incredible. I'm horny just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited to like know all of the songs. I know because we literally have listened to this album on repeat it'll be like when the concert is it'll be like a year (laughs) that we've been listening to his new album and I'm not stopping anytime soon so shout out to Mike we'll see you in Dallas Texas yes at least we have one huge thing to look forward to yes um but you've kind of got something else like in the works yeah, 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 yeah. So let's end this with like your New Year's Eve plans. <sighs> okay, guys. Um, little update on my confusing life for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel confusing. <laughs> it's confusing. Um, but shout out to my therapist because she's the one that's helping all of this happen. And I would probably be more confused if it wasn't for her. Um, so anyways, I, I guess I'll start by saying, I don't remember the last dating update that I shared. What did I last talk about? Um, well, if you listen to our 10 things you can't live without episode, you mentioned that you had cut, cut things off with a guy you were seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I was thinking I shared that, but I wasn't entirely sure. Okay. So cut things off with that guy. Um, I, if the, you didn't listen to that episode, you may be like, what guy? Oh, so, the guy I was okay. dating. Duh. Maybe okay. you should just go back and listen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I was dating a guy for a few weeks. I went on some dates with him and I liked him and it was going really well, but it just didn't seem like he was putting in. It didn't. No, okay, I should, okay. I'm going to say this lightly. It seemed like he wasn't able to put in the effort that I needed as aka the attention that I needed <laughs> from someone mm-hmm. um no offense to him great guy I hope he finds all the happiness in the world but he you know everyone's got things going on it just didn't you it didn't, didn't think click. it would work out yeah, yeah yeah it didn't it wasn't working out so ended that um I got a text uh, like a, two weeks before I ended things with this guy um from my ex-boyfriend telling me that he's moving to Scottsdale, Arizona. And in his text message, he was like, I want you to come with me. (laughs) Don't laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Anyway, she's like, kind of like, I can't believe what's happening. So, um... So when I read that text, I like immediately was annoyed because if you if you guys have been listening to me or you know me at all, you know that I love Arizona and I really want to live there. And my brother and his wife actually just moved there. And that was like a whole thing for me emotionally because I was (laughs) extremely jealous. And then my ex texts me being like, I'm moving to your favorite city in Arizona, too. Like and then I'm just like, what the fuck? This is so unfair that these people I know are like getting to live this dream that I really, really want for myself. Um, so I was going through a lot of emotional turmoil with that, working through that with my therapist. 
And um, I did a, like a whole session about it with her and kind of came to the realization that I was more so just mad at myself rather than like mad at these people. And I was mad at myself because this is something I really wanted for myself and I haven't let myself do it. I haven't just been like, okay, just fucking move then if you want this so bad. And I just keep finding reasons to not move there. But like in reality... I don't have any fucking reason to not move there, which is what my therapist told me. (laughs) And I was like, you're so right. Damn it. It's just one of those things I'm holding back on. I'm I'm the only one holding myself back when it comes to this dream. So I figured that out. Um, And then when I got off of that call with my therapist, like an hour later, I get a text from my ex again saying, if I buy you a plane ticket, will you come out here for New Year's Eve? Oh, wait, I skipped a part. <laughs> oh, my God, I skipped a part. Okay. <laughs> so on the call with my therapist, my therapist was like, did you ever think about like your ex moving to Arizona? Did you ever think about that being like the universe, like putting its hand out to you and being like, you should come to this place that you've really wanted to come to. Like, this is your opportunity to like come along. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this really is like the easiest way for you to get there. Yeah. Somebody's literally has their hand out being like, come with me. Oh my God. You don't have to do it by yourself. Like it's crazy when you think about it. Like, and I was like, well, shit, I didn't think about that. No, like I wasn't thinking about this, like all spiritually and shit. I was was just just pissed off. I was just really fucking annoyed at everyone (laughs) and myself. So then after the call, then my ex texted me asking me if he could buy me a plane ticket out there for New Year's Eve. And so then I was all messed up about that because I was like, well, now I feel like I should because my therapist made me think that I should consider this. Um, so yeah, so for New Year's Eve, I'm flying out to Scottsdale to spend New Year's Eve with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and moral of the story is I'm going to be in Arizona for 16 days. Because you're visiting family too. Yeah, yeah. I have family that's going to be down there at the same time. So I'll be spending time with them. Um, the majority of the trip, but I'm going to really take those two weeks to figure my shit out, um, and see if I can actually convince myself to move there. I don't have a reason not to move there. So right now it's literally just, I need to convince myself to just fucking jump. Yeah. So it's like you're standing at the top of like a cliff when you're cliff diving, trying to convince yourself to fucking jump in the water. Yeah. And the longer you stand there, the scarier it gets. Exactly. And, you know, my therapist did also mention she was like, whether like you and him are meant to be together in the end isn't even really something that I'm thinking about right now. She's like, this is like, you know, like, obviously you want to know that answer, but you're not going to know that answer. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need to decide if this is something like worth trying out. Mm hmm. And distance was always an issue for us in our relationship, which that this would eliminate that. So it would eliminate one of our huge issues. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, because I I feel like some people are like, my God, why would you like move somewhere with your ex if like 
you're not for sure going to be together. And I'm like, well, how do you for sure know you're going to like be with anybody? And you know what I mean? It's not like you're buying a house in Arizona with him. Exactly. That would be like really settling down. Yeah. And it's not like I'm just like, I'm moving with you. Like he invited me. (laughs) No, totally. (laughs) Totally. Well, and she's right. It's like, you're not going to know. Yeah. So why? Like you want to move. You're not trying to figure out your entire future. Yeah. Right now, you just know you want to live in Arizona. And him and I have always, like, made it apparent that we do, even if, like, a romantic relationship doesn't work out for us, like, we do want to remain in each other's lives. We would love to still be very good friends if we can make that a possibility. So, like, there really is no harm in this um, as long as him and I are on the same page about, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. There's really no reason not to do it. So, I might be moving to Arizona in 2022, guys. <laughs> this might be happening. That would be epic. <sighs> I am moving to Arizona in 2022. <gasps> yeah. I just put that out there. You said it yesterday, but you said it today with so much more confidence. Did I? Yeah. I've been working on that all day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Anything okay, else? I feel like we should just end with okay. that. I think that's enough. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. I hope that you had a good year listening to us. I hope you got some laughs. I hope you cried a little bit probably with us. Um, You probably got disgusted by some stories, especially mine, (laughs) especially if they had to do with blowjobs. I literally gagged the whole time (laughs) you told that story. (laughs) My boss's mom listened to that episode, so that's comforting. Anyways, follow us on Instagram at Social Soul Podcast. Share the episode with your mom. (laughs) Please let your mom listen to all my embarrassing sex stories. And we will catch you guys next time. See you next year.